the American Photographic Artist Scope podcast hosted by APA's Diversity Committee. Our committee is charged with clearing a path to success for our members who are traditionally underrepresented or marginalized in the photo industry. We created the Scope Show as a platform to converse with members of these communities to understand the challenges they face and to celebrate the wins they make as image makers. Join us as we engage in frank conversations about race, about decolonizing the photo industry, about putting a focus on the LGBTQIA community, and much more. Let's start the show. All right. Well, I think I'll go ahead and get started. So welcome everyone to this APA Scope event. Um, my name is Inti St. Clair. I am an Austin, Texas based lifestyle and portrait photographer who I work mostly in the commercial world. I also happen to be vice president of APA National Board. Um, and I am a part of the diversity committee, which puts this event on once a month as part of APA. Uh, so yeah, just for those of you who are not yet familiar with APA, um, APA stands for American Photographic Artists. Um, our mission is to create a diverse and inclusive photographic community that supports all photographers at every level in their career and champions the rights of image makers worldwide. Um, we strive to provide the tools and connections that photographers need to run a successful business. Um, we are, our board is run by photographers um, who volunteer their time to be on committees, um, both in on the national board and on a regional level. Um, I admittedly don't remember exactly how many regional um, uh, boards there are, but I think there's six. Um, anyway, that information is on the website. Sorry, I didn't have that right in front of me. Um, there are a lot of reasons to join APA. Um, making connections with other professionals, obviously huge, um, super important. Beyond that, um, we have Hire an APA Pro, which is a great way to get seen. Um, people go on there to search for um, creatives you know, in whatever market they're trying to produce shoots in. So that's very useful to be on there. We also have a large number of discounts with our partners for different products, including things like Apple and Stella Pro Lights and all things like that. Um, we have discounts on all kinds of events and Scope is not the only uh, Thing that we do for events with APA. There's lots of other things that uh, include different ways to run your business, um, creative events. We do portfolio reviews that I find incredibly valuable. Um, we also do a lot of contests throughout the year. Um, at the time of this recording, we are open for entries for our annual um, photo contest. Uh, there are 14 different categories that you can enter in. Anyone can enter. You don't have to be a member, although I highly suggest you become a member because you get discounts on your entry fees as well. Um, so for example, the normal uh, entry fee is $40 per image, but I, as a professional 
can get my entries in for only $15. So really, really worth it. Offsets the cost of your membership. Um, and the prizes are amazing, including a Sony A7N three camera with a 24 to 70 millimeter lens. There's also lighting kit. There's think tank backpacks. There's just all kinds of stuff. So highly, highly recommend that you join APA if you haven't already. Um, so beyond that, I am super excited about tonight's event. We have Rob Sharit with us. He is an incredible photographer. Mm -hmm. I will not be doing a full introduction for him. That will be up to Laura Chase, who I'm going to introduce to you right now. Laura Chase is a wonderful food and lifestyle photographer based out of Washington, D.C., um, she is also on the National APA board with me as secretary, and uh, she has had the pleasure of working with Rob for a while um, now, and I don't actually know how she first met him, so I'm excited to hear that story, and I think you guys are really going to love tonight's event. I think Rob is incredibly firing on so many levels. Um, his work is really gorgeous. He's been in the industry, industry for a long time and is certainly someone who I look up to um, on a creative level. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's just a wonderful human being. And, um, you know, he has this disorder, which they will talk about more, and you will also get a chance to hear for yourself. Um, and I just love that he uses that as a tool for success. Um, so on that happy note, take it away, Laura Chase. All right. Well, thanks, Inti. Um, I have known Rob, um, maybe like 14 years or so now. Um, and I actually, I met him when I was still in college and I was just, I was at the local neighborhood swimming pool and I saw this guy with a big camera <laughs> and I went up to him and I was like, I want to be a professional photographer when I grow up and graduate college. And then Rob started talking to me and I had what Rob will call the oh shit moment where I was like, oh my God, I don't know what he's saying. Um, and so I kind of freaked out and was like, thanks, bye. Um, and then I was leaving with my mom and Rob chased me down to the parking lot, opened up the trunk of his car and handed me one of his professional postcards, um, which he has a gajillion of probably at this point, but I just love that he was like always ready to give one out. Mm -hmm. um, and we stayed in touch over social media for the next 10 years. Um, and so after I had my son and I decided to sort of switch gears and focus just on food photography, I recreated my whole website. And Rob was really the only person I knew. Um, and I was like, hey, can you take a look at it? Mm -hmm. Um, he invited me to APA portfolio review that was happening that night Yeah, uh, that night or like the next day, he was like, buy an iPad, show up. Um, and, and yeah, and I got the Rob, let me sit in on his portfolio review so I could see what those were like. And then he very graciously let me use half of his time, um, to show the reviewers my work, <laughs> which was a great start. But so he's been a wonderful friend and mentor for many years now. And, um, he's a big part of my life and, you know, he knows my kids and, um, we're, we're very close friends at this point. So anyway, I am going to, we're going to start scrolling through some of Rob's work and I'm going to read Rob's wonderful, um, third person written, uh, no, description. No, I'm going to read no, it. No. I'm going to read it the way you wrote it because okay. I think it's so you. Okay. I'll be, I will be, note, I will note my commas. Okay. <laughs> So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna have you scroll this. Okay. Let me screen yeah. share and then I'll read mm -hmm. from this. All right, everybody, good. 
There you go. Okay. I'm not a big third person speaker. I'm not big on third person speak. So this is me. I'm a native Californian who moved from San Francisco to the nation's capital in 2000. And despite missing the surf and sailing of home, I've gradually come to love back east. I try to go home as much as possible. I've worked in the photography industry since the late 1980s, starting out assisting, then later moving into production, casting, and location scouting. I was blessed to work with and be guided by wonderful mentors at every stage. I have been involved with APA since 1989. That's when Taylor Swift was born. Um, first volunteering with the San Francisco chapter and then the DC chapter since 2002. I'm a huge believer in giving back. To that end, I volunteer, mentor, and otherwise weigh in. I am so proud of the success of those I've worked with. I'm a passionate lover of the outdoors and people and often get to fuse those two subjects, making emotionally connective and market efficient, effective images for my myriad of clients. My photography work has been featured in three volumes, three volumes of Luzier's archive, uh, 200 best ad photographers in the world, four volumes of One Island's best photographers, best of the best photographers, excuse me, Please. recognized with numerous Addies and American Advertising Awards, AIGA Awards, and the selected and selected for inclusion in APA San Francisco's Something Personal exhibit three times. I have a voice disor disorder, disorder. <laughs> oh, the irony, um, called vocal dystonia since 2001. It can make creative calls a challenge and ordering in loud restaurants uh, interesting, <laughs> but I've also found it to be a vital tool, not a handicap, as it forces my subjects, CEOs, politicians, athletes, celebrities, and regular people all to slow down and listen. As a result, my images show a genuine connection between me and those in front of my lens. As much as a pain in the ass mm -hmm. as it can be, I found it to be a powerful tool. Let me scroll down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, Rob didn't write this part. I made him include mm -hmm. all of these clients. And honestly, I had to just cut myself off at some point, but be prepare to be wowed. Mm -hmm. So we've got the Marine Administration, the Navy, Veterans Affairs, Merck, Pfizer, AARP, Shell, Amtrak, Forbes, Monsanto, Corvus, General Motors, Cadillac, Boeing, Royal Bank of Scotland. And the list goes on and on and on. So we're going to get to the part where, where we can hear from Rob, um, but I'm just going to, I'm going to give a nice definition of what Rob's disorder is mm -hmm. that he uh, lives with. So it's called spasmodic dysphonia. Um, sorry, I was just making sure I said it right. It's spasmodic dysphonia is a voice disorder characterized by momentary periods of uncontrolled vocal spasms, tightness in the throat and or recurrent hoarseness. At certain times, affected individuals must make a conscious effort to speak. The most frequent signs of this disorder is a sudden momentary lapse or interruption of the voice. 
Spasmodic dystonia is a form of dystonia, a group of neurological movement disorders characterized by involuntary muscle spasms. And so um, in preparing for this lecture, I actually learned that some, <laughs> I learned a lot of things, but I learned that some of the hand motions that, that Rob uses, like when he types, um, are also as a result of this vocal dystonia. And I didn't realize that it affected not just his vocal muscles, but many other muscles as well. Um, so I'm going to start copying and pasting our Q&A into the comment section so that Rob can tell his story, but also so that you can, oh, I'm sorry, hold on, Rob wants to keep showing his work, um, so that um, you can read in his own words um, his answers, but we can also hear his voice. Okay, let's go, let's finish, because these are all so good. Oh, I love it. I'm just gonna stop on my favorites. <laughs> oh, right, so good. Personal work, personal work. This is, he is the king of personal work. Love that. Oh, and there it is, the beautiful finale. Okay, here we go. All right, so. Here, everybody can check out their chat. And I, I've typed the question and then the answer. So Rob, tell us what, Tell us about the onset and what, what it is. Do you want me to read it? Okay. Um, I know it'll be easier, but I copied and pasted it in the chat so that they, everybody can read and listen to you. I mean, nobody nobody's here to listen to me. They're here to listen to you. Okay, well, no. Um, Mark, I woke up and I woke up. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so he said he woke up in 2001 and his voice was fucked. Sing it. Late Mark. Oh, late month. Late, a late month. Okay. Okay. I see. So, okay, so when did um I'm sorry when did the when did it start when did it occur to you that you had to start adapt? When you called four one one. Okay. So you'd said before that at first you adapted by joking around at at your own expense mm -hmm. and basically mm -hmm. just using a lot of swear words. Um, but mm -hmm. then I love this story personally, when you realized uh, they're not talking to us. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just us talking. This is, this is uh, a truncated version of the story of when Rob realized um, this wasn't something he could just laugh, mm -hmm. laugh off. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that listen to NPR, um, you know, an acclaimed um, host of the show, Diane Rehm, has vocal dysphonia, which is what Rob has. And they ran into each other uh, in the waiting room at Johns Hopkins to see the specialist. Mm -hmm. And what did she say to you? Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so Diane Reem, who's the poster child for this yeah, disorder, yeah. says to Rob, wow, you're fucked. <laughs> Which is incredible. I don't who knew she knew that word, right? Okay. What have you learned since then? And what are some of the tools used to communicate? Mm -hmm. You got to tell them. I'm not, I can't just read all this. No. They want to hear from you. Wait, how did you, you found out about this app through a podcast or something? It's the purple one. So I'm tight. Um, so it's like notes yeah. in the sense mm -hmm. that you can just type mm -hmm. whatever you want. But to keep the conversation flowing, all he has to do is flick his wrist mm -hmm. and the screen clears. Oh, good. He's adding something in the chat. <gasps> I apologize in advance if there are small naked children that just got out of the bath. Um. Yeah. Rob's typing to us. There we go. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Go. Marvel superhero approved. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so I really want you to be the one to talk about this answer because I, I wrote a short version of what you said, but I want you to say the long version. So why do you not call this a disability? Um, because what I do is all about connecting. It's all about connecting. Yeah. People who Yeah. Very true. And you know, so often you Because yeah. So Rob says that it forces people to slow down and he can really connect with people. And he's got the most beautiful blue eyes, so <laughs> pretty easy to connect with him. Um, but it really, I mean, even people who say, I only have 10 minutes, I got to get in and out. They, they slow down and hang out with him for three hours. And um, Rob says that sometimes he doesn't even bring his camera out on set until an hour after talent's been there um, because he really likes to take the time to connect with people. Um, and another reason that it's not, well, I guess with the right art director, mm -hmm. they can see how, they can they, see the benefit. They, 
trust me. Yeah, they trust him. Yeah. And um, Rob actually <coughs> was awarded a really enormous national job through the American Speech Language Hearing Association <laughs> because they thought of him immediately <laughs> and they thought it was a, a perfect fit. What are you laughing at? Yeah, it could only be you. Yeah. Um, with Stacey Swiderski and Michael Kaminsky, um, who've been able to come in 
and assist directly on these calls for Rob and be his voice of negotiation. Mm -hmm. And Rob is typing something to us right now. What did you say? <laughs> I tell people I speak shark tech, don't you? <laughs> oh my gosh, say the thing that you usually say. Say it to those. What? You're going to mumble? <laughs> he said, What? Did I mumble? <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's been the big, that's been the big real gift. I mean, I know just recently when you had a call with Michael, you were ecstatic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was so great. It felt like you got your mouthpiece back. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Way to go, Stacy, for hiring him. Yeah. 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 Um, and then another important question is how do you direct client on set? Do you have one go-to Slowly, yeah. Um, I'm gonna copy and paste this for you all to read, but there's a really beautiful story, one of many stories that Rob could pick from about um, communicating with talent who thought they were all that in a bag of chips and um, Rob brought them back down to earth a little bit. So I'd like you to tell that. Um, John, John Wall, basketball player. Yep. The big, 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 getting a Millions of dollars. He's paid millions of dollars. He came on set with a big attitude. A big group of people. Like, I'm forgotten. <laughs> he made John cry. Um, so Rob, he, he walked around the court with John for a while and um, John had come in with this huge entourage of people and um, by the by the end of the conversation, John had tears in his eyes and the art director said to Rob, what the fuck did you say? And um, Rob said, I, I asked him, tell me about your grandmother. Tell me about your grandmother. Because he was so bad with him, like her. And I said, do you think the acting like this, like her? so he said john ended up saying um that he just wanted to make his grandma proud and so it all of a sudden became a closed set all of the entourage was gone and it was just john and rob and the art director and they were able to have this beautiful vulnerable uh, connection let's see what sam said <laughs> wait i'm reading it 
I'm going to read what Sam, Sam wrote, um, coming from my experience working with Rob, I was curious beforehand and the experience was like watching a performance by Marcel Marceau. <laughs> Rob has such a gift to communicate exactly what he wants with his subjects and gestures and his puckish glimmer <laughs> in his eyes and smile. And it's true. And you know what? You're such an eloquent speaker and writer that I literally forget about the vocal dysphonia mm -hmm. until I see you in person again. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay. this is such an injustice to the world yeah. because I would love to like have easier conversations with you. You talk a lot now? <laughs> you would talk a lot more? Okay. Well, those are all the Q and A's that we have. Um, we have set up. Uh, we'd love to take some questions yeah. if anybody yeah. has some. Yeah, we'd love to to hear them. Yeah, we can't hear them. They'll have to type your questions in the chat. I think they can also type them in the Q and A box. Um, oh, okay. And then let's see here. One of the questions that we did receive beforehand um, that has nothing to do <laughs> with, with, with anything we've discussed so far is um, where do you find your inspiration? Painting and books. Paintings and books. And real people. You've always said that. He loves real people. Mm -hmm. any, any particular artists that you find particularly inspiring? Yeah. Degas. I thought you were going to say Hopper. No, a little bit. Yeah, it is a little bit. Thomas Wolf. Sing it, sing it for me. Cool, Thomas Cole. Okay, so this is one thing that I learned about Rob during our pre preparation for this, is, and he's been hiding this from me for 14 years, is that when he sings, what he wants to say, it allows his vocal cords to relax and you can understand him better. And uh -huh. <laughs> it's a really wonderful tool and I'm encouraging him to use it more. <laughs> I mean, so are you going to sing for us? Because I would love to hear that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty great. Difference, uh -huh. right? <laughs> totally. That's really cool. It I mean, good. I think that's so interesting because that's so similar to like, um, you know, people who often don't speak English sing in English, <laughs> right? Yeah, and they do a right? good job and you can yeah. totally understand them and it makes sense. There must be some sort of weird connection that happens. Really? Um, someone just asked, Corey Nichols just asked, what is your go-to karaoke song? What did you say? Abba? Yeah. Dancing Queen by Abba. <laughs> that is wonderful. I love that. I would love that. Oh my God. That was such a good question. Whoever asked that. Corey Nichols for the win, for sure. That was awesome. So Kimberly Branham asked um, Confidence versus conceit. How do you portray yourself in a good light to those wary of newcomers? Hmm. Very interesting. I have no I have no I'm not 
get oh maybe he's not getting the question um i think it just has to do with um this is more like in general when you're connecting with new potential clients how do you portray yourself as confident without coming across as being conceited that's you, that's my I, interpretation it's not my you, question but i have no like, he has no arrogance. At all. He's very not arrogant, as you just said. No, I have no patience with pigs. No patience with pigs? Pre-tense. 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 And... and Bake. Pig. Pig. <laughs> this is this is what we do. This is you're seeing. This is how we really interact all the time. You, you, um, you know, you, you people have to solve a problem. Ooh. People hire him to solve a problem. in your non-photographic relationships too i mean that's that's you're that kind of friend he says that he's he his whole life he's lived out help people and yeah i think there's a difference between being you know conceited and for me it's like being confident and portraying i understand what your mission is and what you're trying to accomplish and therefore I have the, based on our conversations, I have the confidence that I'm going to do that for you or be able to do that for you. And you're asking all the questions and having all the conversations beforehand that really give them that sense that you can do that for them. And that's, and, and, and also like, like your, uh, that other art director said, your work speaks for itself, right? So like you're showing them beautiful work and you're also putting in the time and the effort to really connect and have those conversations about, you know, that gives them the confidence that yeah you can do it. And, then, and it's go ahead. go ahead. You go ahead. You want me to go ahead? No, that's that's basically all I had to say. Um, but I think I think I mean everything that I've known about you is you never come across as anything but completely genuine. And okay. and you can be completely genuine and and really proud and really confident in your abilities. Um and and not be conceited. So. This is not a handicap. It's a gift. I love that you, I love that you feel that way and you frame it that way. And I'm quite certain that you convince other people of that in the best way possible. And that was, that honestly is the biggest reason that I wanted you on here, because I think that 
that, you know, that initial, oh shit impression that you <laughs> people, they think, oh my God, how does he, how does he do this? How does he yeah. navigate his life? And how does he have this successful career? And, and I just think it's so inspiring that you do that and you do it with such grace. Grace is such a good word to describe. Grace is a hard way to live. It's a hard way to live. Living yeah. in grace is a hard way. To live. Yeah. You you do it. You do. You don't even know you're doing it. I mean, it just in the ways that you. Uh, no, let me brag about you. Just in the way you mentor people, and you don't even think about you're doing it. You're just like, I'm here. I'm a resource. I want to help you. I want the next yeah. generation of photographers yeah. to know about licensing. Mm-hmm. I want them. You know, I want this. I want this industry. Preach. 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 Yeah. 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 I'm preaching the good word of Sharif now. You know, I didn't even know what I didn't know what licensing was. You know, four or five years ago. Until you know this man showed up um, in my life, and I think that you've done that for generations of uh, commercial photographers, and um, you don't even think about it. It's just innate for you to do it. Yeah. So um, I there really aren't that many. I mean, there were plenty of people who wrote in and said how excited they were to hear your perspective and your story. The one other question that did come up was, um, should photos be that, that are put on Instagram be copyrighted first, in your opinion? No, um, within 1998. 1998. Oh, within 90 days. I hope that you are far better at doing that than me because I am a horrible example. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then again, I don't really post on Instagram anymore either. So there's that. <laughs> Inti is to stock photography making money as Rob is to lawsuit making money. <laughs> no, that's a joke. I'm kidding. But he's really, really good about it. And that's um, amazing. And has, that's so inspiring. It has voted well for him. We'll put it that way. Oh, I love that, Rob. That, yeah. that's, 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 that I, I need to take some of that mojo because I don't copyright anything. I'm so bad. <laughs> Totally I know. I would it's love awful. to do a workshop where he can like walk uh, us through the Library of Congress yeah. um, website and everything, uh, and because like I've registered stuff and then I don't get the confirmation back, uh, and I'm like, did I do it right? I don't like. What is yeah. it just stealable now? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we should just uh, Rob. Maybe we could just do some sort of standing on APA thing about copyright or something. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're so cute. Uh, so let's see. The only other thing which we kind of addressed, but I guess this is a nuance of it, is you know how do you get your prospective clients to trust how great you are interacting with with subjects on set, like getting them to give you what you're looking for, looking to communicate. Um. He's typing, Chris. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have been to make in about I can talk. Hey! 
So he'll go, he'll fly or drive to clients to meet them face to face to close the deal. That's super smart. Yeah. I mean, because then they do see that sparkle in your eye and, and they get your energy and percentage. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Matthew, I see, I see your comment about how your father had a stroke and lost his ability to talk. I'm really sorry to hear that. That sounds really difficult, but he could still sing a bit. Um, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Nope. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's one thing we didn't actually talk about is, Rob, what do people think you have when they first meet you? Um, what, is, what are their first assumptions? Stroke. Stroke? Yeah. Deaf? Drunk. Drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's funny. I remember you texted me one day. You were really pissed off that somebody was speaking sign language to you. Yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. He said, I speak. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can see how that would be annoying. He's typing to us again. Does anybody else have any other questions for Rob? It doesn't have to be about this. It can be about the industry in general or just any questions you have about how to be successful. I mean, look at his career, look at his awards. Like clearly he is a fountain of information. Um, so any, any questions that you have regarding marketing or, or a business or anything, like feel free to ask those as well. Oh, Dilbert. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think Rob would be a great person that, you know, just since we have time, why don't you talk a little bit about the importance of marketing? Because I remember when it's you so... first started mentoring me, when you told me about your marketing budget, I... <laughs> I just oh, I mean, feel free words. to share. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. <laughs> the long game. It's all about the long game. It takes a long time, but it always pays off. Takes a long time, but it always pays off. Yeah. So what do you think the most effective marketing things that you do are? In person Amen. Preach, Rob, because I feel a hundred percent the same way. It's all about making that personal connection. Yeah, show new work all the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. the work that we saw tonight i want everybody to know i think that's the first time a public audience has seen a lot of that work that Ooh. rob has done and um i mean that's like two years of backed up like personal work that he's been curating um, and i think the personal work thing is so key it's so key yeah only did you say only 10 photos of that were, were client work yeah Everything else was personal work that you yeah. saw tonight. Yeah. I mean, I firmly believe that you need to show the work that you want to get hired to create. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, 
only you can really execute that to the fullest vision that you have. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And it doesn't need to cost a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Does. Yeah, you got to put in the time. Mm -hmm. Put in the time. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Super key is the networking and APA facilitates that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's what really they stand out from other professional organizations too, is the connections, the genuine genuine in-person connections that we make with people. You met in that's right. No, in New York. In New York. Yes. When Rob brought me to New York to shadow his. Yes. Absolutely. It is. It's cool. It's really cool to meet people that you followed on Instagram and like sit next to them and talk about their work. And yeah. So as yeah, I mean, I, I think about portfolio just, reviews, so go for it. Yeah, just to sort of catch everybody up who's listening in, Rob is talking about the fact that I actually met both Rob and Laura Chase at an in-person networking event where uh, portfolio reviews in New York. And so those are extremely valuable, not only for networking and showing your work and trying to get jobs, but also making connections with other creatives that pay off, you know, in building a relationship so if you have a question about anything and you just we all even though we are all freelancers and individuals creating community and having support is so essential and I think that is, that for me is the biggest reason for my involvement in APA is much like Rob I want to give back and we forgot to mention that Rob is also on the board of APA in oh, yeah, of uh, oops <laughs> that was a total oversight on my part because I should have mentioned that but all three of us here are super involved in APA because we want to create community and we want to support photographers and um, with each other up because we really feel like um, that's the way that we make a successful community. Um, yeah, so many people because of- 1989, right? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> He's been in APA longer than I've been a photographer. I love that. <laughs> no, that's fine, that's great. <laughs> um, the days, so, of, the days of the days of film <laughs> yeah i started out in film too and now film's all hot right now <laughs> well is there anything else that you guys want to touch on before we wrap up it doesn't seem like anyone else in our audience or attendees have any questions Juliet? left juliet Wherefore art thou? Uh -huh. Sorry. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Rob wants to have any you. questions. This is Juliet, you guys. She's the director of APA, in case you didn't already know that, our fearless leader. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, I just want to say how much I appreciate having this conversation. We've been talking about doing it for a while, and um, it exceeded my expectations. I just such a, a great group of people to begin with who are hosting this and putting this on. And then it's a, it's a great conversation. And also just our ability to um, last week to connect about it and discuss all this. I just, um, it's, it's really inspiring and I appreciate it. So thank you. Well, and I want to thank you all for inviting me to do this with Rob because I got to know one of my good friends even better. And that's awesome. Yay. That's perfect. It can be, it can feel hard and scary to talk about, you know, things that you, you don't know if somebody feels like it's a weakness or if they just try and pretend it doesn't exist, but this was a really nice way to just like go for it and, and really learn about what he's dealing with. Um, yeah, I love that. Not to be intimidated. And I think beyond that, I mean, one of the reasons that we all wanted to do that is we want to encourage all photographers to yeah. be, to, to follow their passion, to create the art that they want to create, to have the career that they want to have no matter what, right? And that's what APA was all about is that we want to support all photographers mm -hmm. and help them just be successful in whatever that looks like for them. And APA and Rob wrote here, asked for help and that's what APA is for. Um, and, you know, we're always inviting new members. We're also always looking for new members to be on our national boards or our committees. Our diversity committee is super active and we have other committees as well um we <laughs> always register work yes <laughs> um and but 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 i mean the way that you get hired in this industry is by networking and look networking also includes connecting with other artists i refer jobs to my other artist friends when i can't do them and i would never refer anyone for a job if I hadn't met them in person, felt like they were going to represent me in a good light if they're going out and doing a job that I can't do, but was asked to do. So like making these connections um, in any way. And Rob said, he's seriously always here to chat. I can say the same for myself, Laura and Juliet, Laura Chase, sorry, and Juliet. And um, uh, also I'm going to put in here the link to our current um, award prizes so that you can see all the wonderful prizes that there are and hopefully go in and actually enter your images. And if you don't um, have a current membership to APA, please, please join us as well. Um, yeah, anything else, Julia? Library. It's a yeah. great book. It was a sign. Yeah. Three what? Good. Links, yeah. Good. Drinks. <laughs> he said it costs three drinks. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure. You? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And then we'll be posting this on YouTube uh, soon for those who, uh, if you haven't, if you didn't miss, if you missed part of it, so. or if you just run into somebody who who might want to check it out, um, it's always nice to let them know. And, and all the scopes are available on YouTube, and they're all really great. So, well, thank you for hosting. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you all for doing this. I hope to see you in real life soon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. All right. All right. Take Bye. care and have a good night, everyone. All right. All right. All right.
Thank you for listening. Episodes of our APA Scope series are also available to view on the American Photographic Artists YouTube channel. You can find out about upcoming episodes and other programming on the apanational.org website.